Hey everyone, I'm Jen Garrett and welcome to the Move the Ball podcast. On this podcast, we are going to talk about how to succeed in business and in life by putting winning strategies into practice to help you advance faster. So if you're looking to move forward and reach that next level of greatness, then you are in the right place. Now get ready. Let's suit up, show up and move the ball. Hey everyone, Jen Garrett here. It's so great to be back with you on another episode of Move the Ball. This episode is part of my special Path to the Draft series where I'm having conversations with NFL draft prospects on their path to the draft. So today, inside the huddle with us and ready to share his story and talk about his path to the draft and help us to move the ball is Khalil Davis. Khalil played defensive lineman at the University of Nebraska, finishing the season with a career-high 45 tackles, the most among Nebraska's defensive linemen, and led Nebraska with eight sacks and 12 TFLs, tackle for lost yards. Now, Khalil also has a twin brother, Carlos, who plays football in Nebraska, and the two of them were the first Huskers in more than 50 years to be eight-time letter winners, and they are only two of 10 people in the entire history of Nebraska athletics to be eight-time letter winners. Pretty impressive. Khalil? Welcome to the show. Thanks for having me. Well, I'm really glad to to have you on today. And I'm going to start our conversation the same way I did when I spoke with Carlos on yesterday's episode. So you get this invitation to be a part of the combine. How do you feel about that? What's going through your mind when you read that invitation? It's an awesome feeling. Me and Carlos were, I think, probably the last two to get our invites. So uh, we were just checking our emails because we knew they would come through there or through our agent. And we, we, he checked his, he was like, I got my invite. And I, I looked at mine, I got mine. And it's just an awesome feeling because, um, you know, it's a great place to go show what you can do. And me and Carlos took full advantage of that. No, that's great. So there's 337 athletes that are invited to participate in the combine and you two were two of them. So let's fast forward. You're now you're in Indy. It's combine week. It's Saturday, February 29th, which is day three of the combine where defensive linemen and linebackers are up. So you wake up, what's going through your mind and how are you able to stay mentally focused that day? Just knowing all the work that you did to put in to get there, that kind of helped you stay focused, not get nervous because you stuck to a plan all through December, January, February to get there. And that kind of helped you stay focused and not veer off from that. Um, when, when we woke up or when I woke up that morning, I, I was just ready to go, ready to get over with, ready to go perform. Gotcha. Now tell us, how did you get into football? What was your path? My dad and uncle just wanted me and my brother in a sport early. We started in second grade tackle football and they knew that that's the sport for us, but that was the first sport we ever really did. And we've loved it ever since. And what excites you about the game? Um, Just being a part of brothers, different types of ethnicities, just coming together for one purpose and meeting new people. I love meeting new people and getting to know different types of people and just just meeting. Great. And so Carlos plays with you on the Nebraska team. How do you guys push each other to be better athletes on the field as well as just better people off the field? Growing up, it was kind of uh, me and him together a lot. And when you're with someone that's equally as talented as you, the level of everything just raises because we're always competing. And if I know I can do better than him, I'm going to do better. And eventually it just got to a point where um, that better got the best. And it made us both really, really good at what we did because of that competition level between me and him. 
Sure. And was there someone in your life who was instrumental and played a significant influence outside of Carlos in you being an elite football player? Probably my dad and uncle. Uh, my dad, didn't, he didn't play football in college or anything, but the love for the, the game that he has for sports, you could ask him any question about football and he would, he would probably know it. So just watching football with him is what got us into it. And my uncle, who played for Nebraska in the 80s, them two combined got us into the love of football. Great. And what lessons have you learned from playing football at the collegiate level that has really helped you grow as a person and that you feel will continue to ensure your success playing in the NFL as well as just being successful beyond the game? Um, In college, what stuck with me and what I still stick with today is just putting in the work. Uh, Nothing is going to come easy. That's the first thing I learned when I got to college is you got to work for what you want. And uh, that's been like my motto ever since I figured that out. I'm more of just putting my head down, go to work. And I'm always happy with the results when I put in the work. So great. Yeah. Too often I find people complain about the results they're not getting, but it's they're not putting in the work. Right. So don't complain if you're not putting in the work to get what it is you want. So share with us what was your most memorable game and why? Um, I would say Maryland, my 2019, because we were had come off some terrible losses to some teams we should have beat. And we knew that that was one of our last games. But it was the last time that the team came together. And I got to watch. I got to make a lot of plays. I had two and a half sacks that game. Um, and it was just awesome to watch my team, the way we played together that game. It was just awesome. And the feeling is, is just hard to beat when your brothers are just flying around and having fun. So Good. And how do you bounce back after a loss when you played your hat on a game? It's a tough game and you end up losing and you know you have to go on and play next week. Like, how do you deal with that mentally to just get focused and get back into it? Usually you just take a day. So Sunday is like your day to recap on what happened and how to fix it and what you can work on to get better. And then once Monday comes, it's it's reset because the weeks are too fast in college football and the NFL. So Monday is reset. You let that go and new mindset, new week, new team. So great. And what habits have you really put into practice to help you to be successful? Um, I have to have a plan. I have to have a routine. And so I have to go to bed same time every night. I have to eat what I'm supposed to eat. And, you know, once I find my plan that works for me, then that's when I know I can be successful. So share with us a little more. So we're on the path to the draft right now. What do you do? I mean, we're, we're all, uh, staying at home for the most part, right, under this coronavirus pandemic that we're going through. What does your routine look like right now on a daily basis? Same as kind of combine training, but more position work. But uh, it's a lot of working out. Um, It's about five or six of us from a Nebraska team that are still here that are preparing for the draft and we're working out um, at a facility. We also have a sand pit in our uh, apartment complex. So we're doing a lot of sand work with the position drills And also uh, a lot of fishing and a lot of just watching football videos, watching, just studying the game. Great. And so outside of football, what are your hobbies? I'm a big fisherman. Uh, I I could spend hours out on the lake. So, Gotcha. Yes. Your brother mentioned he was a big fisherman, too. So I'm guessing you guys do a lot of that together. Yes, ma'am. We do. Great. So what I want to do now is I want to ask you a couple fun questions uh, to end our show. Share with us. What's your favorite food? Easily barbecue. I grew up in Kansas City, so uh, I've had all different types of barbecue. And to me, it is the best. And I I could eat every day. Great. And what about favorite football movie, football specific movie? Probably um, any given Sunday. That's a good one. 
And how about favorite professional sports team? It doesn't have to be football, just favorite sports team. Kansas City Chiefs. Okay. And if you could be any superhero, who would it be and why? Um, I would be, I don't know. I'd love to be invisible just to watch. I love people watching. I love to just be on my own sometimes and just, you know, do things uh, on my own. So, Okay, great. And then the last question that I have for you is, is there a piece of advice that a coach or a mentor has shared with you throughout your time playing football? Doesn't have to be in college, but any at any point in your life that's really stuck with you is some meaningful advice. Yeah, it was during college. My coach said that if you're if you're not living right off the field, you can't expect good things to happen on the field and you can't expect to be your best. It kind of stuck with me because it's something that when you think about it, it, it's, it's true. You know, if you're living right off the field, everything on the field would take care of itself. Absolutely. That's a great piece of advice. So tell the listeners at home, how can they follow you on your path to the draft? What social channels are you on and what's the best way to just follow your journey? I am on Instagram, Snapchat, YouTube. I'm going to start posting videos on YouTube uh, through this process of what it was like. And I'm also also on TikTok. But Instagram, at name, uh, Special K94. Twitter name is Special K94 also. And YouTube should be pretty easy to find me. Just type in Khalil Davis. Okay, great. And we'll be sure to put all of those in the show notes so people can connect and follow you and watch you on your journey. So thank you so much, Khalil, for being on our show today. Thank you for having me. Yes, I wish you much success in the draft and in this next chapter. And thanks to everyone for listening to today's episode. And we will catch you next time. Until then, make sure that you suit up, you show up, and that you move the ball. Thank you for listening to Move the Ball. To see more about what I'm up to and how I can help you to move the ball, check out my website at www.jenniferagarrett.com. Make sure you subscribe to the podcast so that you never miss an episode. And also join the Move the Ball Facebook group for even more content and to be a part of the Move the Ball movement.